How long gone? We're back, bitch. Uh, beautiful Sunday here in New York City. The rain has gone away. The sun is out. We got a beautiful week on deck, according to my Apple weather application, which isn't, isn't always accurate. We're, we're still mourning the loss of Dark Sky over there, right, at the Black House? I, I pour it out every morning for Dark Sky, the only app I've ever truly loved. Um, and Y'all. And sniffies. The loss is the loss has been impacting me uh, in major ways um, since it was <laughs> since its deforestation. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, how's it going? How's it going in big LA, TJ? It's not bad. You know, I had a I had a good rest uh, restorative week. Got a lot of sleep. Did a lot of exercise, and I'm feeling nice and and smooth mm-hmm. and on track. The weekend came, and I had I had kind of a West Hollywood day. Let's go, uh, Chris. In your in your absence, I was bopping all over WeHo. Somebody has to go represent in my hood. So what did you do? You hit. Where, what did you do? Did you have a nice little? So I went uh, brunch. I went over friend of the show Joe Bedia. Him and uh, Eric Warheim, also a friend of the show, did a pop up, uh, a hoagie pop up. Oh, yeah. at Animal yeah. with John and Vinny, and we went over. Wow. Uh, and ate some fucking hoagies. All right, so you paid twenty five per hoagie. Um, did you get any merch? <laughs> What's also can can we? <laughs> All you care about is merch. No, no, no. I just know that they're trying to capitalize. These guys are about their money. That's why I respect them. Yeah. So they're they're planning on open or like they they have the dreams or the thoughts of of opening you know a proper kind of Philly hoagie shop maybe in L A or maybe you know in other places in the world. So this is sort of putting a little toe in the jacuzzi yeah i can't wait till they take their hoagies to vietnam where people really need chris them. come on they have banh mi the the king of all sandwiches there i love banh mi but i would like to i'm assuming that's what you were referring to with your little joke no i was referring to you saying they were going to take it to places all over the world and i'm like i think hoagies are kind of a it feels like an american uh institution mm. but i would love to know if you could explain to me what a hoagie traditionally is because i know it's something that exists in philadelphia and i believe chicago um, but I, I don't know the ins and outs of the hoagie verse. It's it's the it's different words for the same thing. It's just it's just a sandwich like a sub sandwich. Okay, a long sandwich okay. usually of an Italian deli style. Okay. Um, but yeah, just like uh, th- they were using like a long sandwich bread, sesame seeds on the outside. Mm. Some people like that. Some people don't. Um, and it's a little bit. It was a little bit wider, not so torpedo like, like a thin baguette or something that you get a cheesesteak okay. on or something like that, or a bun meat. Okay, okay. And then just filled up with traditional kind of Italian sandwich ingredients: a little mortadelle, provolone, you know, maybe a little spicy Calabrian chili spread. Ooh, they did. You know they I had like a, a spread. They had a veggie one that was like a an eggplant roasted pepper cheese kind of thing. And Joe was like, "This one's better than the the, the mortadelle and provolone one." And I said. LOL, you was crazy for that statement, and then I ate both, and, and I did enjoy them better. So you, you kind of missed out eating a, a bomb-ass veggie sandwich, Chris. I, I hate missing a bomb-ass veggie sandwich, and it was right down the street, but I'm glad that you were able to enjoy it. We also got to have – I mean, the, the the part about L.A. coming in on to such a Philly, Chicago, Baltimore, whatever, you know, like that world – is they have uh they were doing some water ices you know what I mean? <laughs> no they had water ice they had the water ice but okay the la flip on it guess what it's made out of okay coconut water i don't know what harry's berries oh shit okay they had to go jebbia mode and get the expensive berries on your ass so what what yeah, is yeah. what is the, <laughs> the harry's berries water ice was so delish what okay how much is this how much was the Harry's Berries water ice hitting for? I mean, I know you didn't pay, obviously, but I don't. I don't look at price tags. It was probably like seven dollars. Okay, that seems pretty good. I just people all the only thing I know about Harry's Berries is that people complain about the price. Yeah, like a pair of Philip Line sneakers. They are overpriced, but you get what you pay for. You want excellence, you got to pay for it. Well, that's well, that's what I'm saying. They're not overpriced if they deliver on the promise of being the best berry in the market. So, are they actually worth it? Even when watered down. Yeah, I mean, some some people would th- would say that like the tri-state strawberry uh, is it's like a small East Coast version of it. Some people think that that has a better flavor, but um, you know, I think Harry's on a good day. Definitely, it's that's the that's the bell of the ball. Tough to beat a Harry's berries when it's firing from all <laughs> strawberry cylinders. Not strawberry. And you're gonna cylinders. pay for it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> What's up, you guys? With the <laughs> strawberry cylinders, but I got to meet um. Your your boy, the guy who plays the the pastry chef on the bear, 
big fella. I forgot what his name is. Oh, Lionel. OG Lionel. Yeah, Lionel's Lionel. the coolest. Nicest guy. Yeah, he was so cool. We basically, it was it was at a table with a few people. Su Chan hooked it up and Gina from YOLO was all there. Yeo was there. I took his spot. But um, And also lots of pod, pod friends in the building, uh, people who I did not know but were pod bros give me a little pod did you glance. did you have to hold on did you have to drink yola mezcal with the hoagie no or no, was no. That we were separate? we were serving okay, some good. saline crisp whites okay so okay. it was pairing well <laughs> okay don't thank, worry thank you thank you they were impossibly saline it was like i was drinking an element sports beverage saline is the it was the best car to, to get chicks with in high school so that's kind of how <laughs> i i think of it but i'm sure you were red redlining the wine as well oh i mean yeah i was chugging it down obviously it's daytime i'm having my aperitivo i work hard and i play hard and i was i was in line i showed up like 10 minutes late parking over on fairfax is a goddamn bitch we all know that and and lionel was was there as well and and him and i kind of just sat down and and had a glass of wine and and talked for 20 minutes and it and it took about 20 minutes for me to get to the fact that i've enjoyed watching him on <laughs> fx as the bear for an entire season and was just like oh so you like you like no tyler the creator what's up you know he's like oh you're a writer you wrote on the bear that's so crazy he's like no i'm on the bear i'm on the show and i was like i was like oh fuck you are on the bear God no he's he, he's great he's but so he took yeah and he, he was like oh wait chris chris black you know chris black ah chris black is crazy and, you know, like, we had we had a fun time and now we're now we're bros he saw me he unfortunately saw me unlock the hollywood aspirations in real time and I think he was like, one day you'll get here, big fella. It's okay. One day you'll one day you'll make it up to up with me. Um, all right. Well, I'm glad you were able to enjoy some sandwiches and some whites. Now, how, I mean, wines, of course. Uh, how um, how do you feel after a hoagie of that stature for lunch, though? That seems like a nap inducing kind well, of they, meal. We kind of cut them up into little samplers. Okay, so okay, I only okay. had two fingers of hoagie for each one. So I was able to, but they had great little appetizers. We had some of those beans, Betty is beans. Remember those oh, bastards? Betty, Betty is beans are almost worked, almost worth taking the Acela to Philly for. Uh, honestly, those beans were, <laughs> those are special beans. Those, those are the, those are the bean equivalent of, of no soy sauce. Yeah. You, you, that bean comes out. It's just a plain bean, little salt, and a little olive oil, nothing. Don't do anything else to ruin the flavor of oh, this fucking bean. I'm so sick of people ruining the flavors of beans, you know. And, and stepping on it with herbs and spices. Oh my god! Leave, leave everything it. bagel beans. Get it out of here. <laughs> everything bagel beans. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought so it was that was good. We had. I mean, I even had some anchovies, and it was oh. nice. Some long peppers. Okay. Peppers. Okay. So it was. It was more of a. It was more of like a foodie style hoagie sampling than like a construction worker lunch break. <laughs> Hoping uh, to the dome yeah. to kind of create some sustenance for the rest of the day as you pave the road. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was the only straight guy there. Yeah, there's not a construction worker inside. Okay, good. Uh, good but to it was know. cool to see John and Vinny there. Like it, it was because it was like a dinner, or I mean, it was just building. No, they were working. Like like uh, Warheim and Betty, they're kind of touching tables, taking photos, you know, hanging out with friends, doing what they're supposed to do as a friend of house shouty. But then John and Vinny. Like they're working there on their day off. It's their you know thing, and and they're like bussing tables, and and I, I was like, damn, like that's why you guys are fucking winning. It's just like some would say, some would some would say that's keeping it too real. I'm I'm too rich off pizza and pasta. I ain't bussing <laughs> your fucking table, chief. I don't care. I don't care how well your natural wine brand is doing. I, I ain't bussing your table. No man, that's crazy. But but I think what it is is like a lot of people who are listening who work in the restaurant biz, especially if you came to us after the last episode involving horses but a lot of people know that once you work in a restaurant front or back for yeah you know decades it's like in like you're nervous you just if can't you're not yeah working. yeah no that's true you that's can't true. stop and he was sort of saying that when i was talking to to Vinny, who's just like yeah if I, or maybe it was john i don't remember just like yeah i mean i just can't not like if i go to a table and i see there's a bunch of fucking plates that need to be moved away like I just do it like I'll f I won't be able to chill unless I do it that that you know? does track and I also know that yeah once it's 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 like kind of you know subconscious behavior probably you know so it's like why not why yeah not? and maybe and I was, I was just reading an article about Ozempic and maybe he should take a little Ozempic not for losing LBs because he's looking good but because I've heard that it can remove a lot of other kind of neurotic tendencies and addictions besides food eating one of them 
relevant to your restaurants, relevant to your interests, it could cure a little nail biting, not to put you on nail blast. I am a nail biter. I'm, you know what? I don't know what I'm more tired of hearing about horses or a Zimpec. I can't decide which one is more <laughs> exhausted at this point. I just don't I just don't get it. Like there's no harm, no foul. If you want to take a Zimpec, take it. If you don't, don't. It, it's not like it's some I don't understand why people are so it's enraged. It's taboo, though. It's taboo. No, it's not. Like, what, what's? Ta- I just don't know what is taboo about wanting to lose weight. If you want to lose weight and you you have challenges with that, maybe you're lazy. Uh-huh. Maybe you're. Maybe it's it's. You know, <laughs> there there could be so many reasons. But I just don't understand what the big deal is. Like, if somebody wants to do that, do it. It's the same way. Like, if you want to get lip fillers, get lip fillers. If you want to wear ugly clothes, wear ugly clothes. Like, we can't. I just don't understand where the judge. <laughs> I don't under. I don't understand where the judgment comes from because. It's, it's not like it's like a life-saving cancer Let's drug. Let's explore this. I'm just saying it's like it's not like it's a, it's a life-saving cancer drug and you're taking it out of dying children's hands. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's like a oh oh. I th- I think I think the stigma of like it 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 should be in the mouths of people who have real. What is it for? It's for diabetes. diabetes. Yeah, like for people like who are shortness. like, I'm about to die from diabetes, and you you rich people are taking it out of my mouth, and I'm gonna die. You know, I think that whole thing. That is that is pretty much done. I think now the this the interest is in this world. It's in two zones for me. It's wow, Ozempic might be able to cure, you know, my smoking or my drinking yeah. or yeah, my yeah. shopping addiction or my nail biting. Like that's pretty interesting. Like what else will it do? But the other thing is the stigma is attached to when it's like it started off as like you you rich people don't deserve this. It's people who have diabetes who deserve it, and now it's moved on to youth. You thin people don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. Fat motherfuckers need this first. Yeah, it's yeah. women and children first. It's, right. it's fatties first. We got to get... Okay. So you're saying... Oh, it's like when Ruben Studdard got the lap band <laughs> surgery. You know what I'm saying? I get I get what's happening. Yeah, that makes sense. I think what people... I think what's juicy or what's taboo is the fact that, you know, you go to any dinner in LA or New York where there's like gossiping motherfuckers and it's like, oh, here's this person who is on Ozempic and they already started out 85 pounds, a size negative zero. And yet, you know, they just needed to remove those last two ounces of of baby fat from one of their cheeks or something. But that's the problem. We're not, you're not, I can't tell you what you think looks good. Who am I to judge? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say if you, if you're, if you're 85 pounds and you want to lose two pounds or you're 400 pounds and you want to lose 50 pounds, that's up to (laughs) you. That's up to you. And you can choose. I agree. I agree. But it still doesn't make it not, salacious to discuss it's not juicy it's not salacious it's not salacious enough to me like let's go back to where things were cool where people were drug addicts okay <laughs> this is boring it's like like i have an extra 800 dollars a month and i'm gonna lose weight like god bless man i just don't understand i, I, I know I, don't but I mean fu- well look i guess look at any other addictions that they're talking about it's like hey if you want to bite your nails go off that's your prerogative or if like hey you need to buy a fucking 500 candle or a handbag every day you leave the house but you can afford it. Go off. There, at some point, someone is going to be like, "Well, maybe that is not a full go off. Maybe there is something going on here." Where if you're like somebody who has been notoriously talked about as like a very skinny person, and then you find out that that person is taking Ozempic, there's a little bit of like it's a, a flag happens where you're like, "I'm not." If it was somebody who was very close to me, I would be maybe a little worried that they. Somebody needs to give him a bop on the nose and be like, babe, like, no, we don't have any more weight to lose. Nope. All right, Jason, I want to talk to you about uh, David Smith. Uh, He's got a new show opening at Hauser and Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. Uh, If you're not familiar with David, uh, he is one of the most influential, innovative artists of the 20th century, mostly known for sculpture. But this guy was doing his best work in the last five years of his life, which is uh, <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping for myself. <laughs> and just to be clear, his best work was done back in the 60s. It's important to note when, when he did pass away. It is away. important to know, but the sculptures are very interesting. They're cool. Show closes April 13th. No one thing. David Smith, late sculptures at Hauser & Worth 22nd Street Gallery. Seven of the artist's most important sculptures from the very final years. These are very important sculptures from his final years. And as much as you want to touch them, they are look, but do not. Mm-hmm. Don't make us look bad uh, is kind of is kind of what we're saying. Don't go in there and start knocking stuff over. <laughs> uh, David Smith uh, is now open at Hauser & Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. 
and it closes on April 13th. Got it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Jason, hair thinning impacts a lot of us. Uh, in fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. Yeah. It's not only common, Jason, it's normal. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to join the over 1 million people who are doing something about it thanks to Nutrafol. Hair thinning is complicated, uh, and the problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, mm. um, which if that's the case, Jason, then you're in top physical condition. Uh, <laughs> internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly Thicker, you know I like them thick, stronger hair. It's all connected, your body. It's all connected. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T. R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code how long that's neutral dot com promo code how long nope that's not that's just not true it's all up to the end <laughs> well no I just mean it's like all up to the individual like it's the same way that like these chicks can't stop getting lip fillers like I'm not gonna drug addiction is all up to the individual but you either have a friend give you a, a Mulaney style intervention to save your life or you crash your car into a fucking telephone pole and almost died, as, and that's okay, how you well, start your new life. Well, like, when, okay, when we lose, you when can we get delusional about things that no, need no, help no, no. from friends. When we okay, well, when we lose Simi Hayes to Ozempic addiction, then we can discuss this. But until <laughs> then, I I just don't think that this is actually a thing that's a problem. Like, no, it, there's no like it's not like heroin. You're not going to die from it. At least I haven't seen any reported cases of death from Ozempic. So I'm starting to. I just don't understand what. It's just so captivating to people. I'm like, this is boring. Somebody has money, they buy something to make them look better. That's that's what America's built on. <laughs> Whether it's makeup okay. or fucking personal trainers or you know what I mean? It's this this is something we've been doing since the dawn of time. And this version is just a little bit more extreme. But if you want to shoot yourself in the fucking stomach to to lose weight, then by all means, d do you? I, I just don't. Okay. It's no different than anything okay, else. Okay. What it's if, just no, what it's if just somebody new. wants new. to smoke a giant purple habanero mango vape instead of smoking cigarettes to quit cigarettes? What I think uh, there's a lot of similarities going on here, and I'm only bringing vaping up as an example because we're still in the halcyon days of ozempicness. And what if we get whatever the the ozempic version of popcorn lung or like when does the anti you know like all some some info starts a, it's called a personal it's called this is the problem jason and you're you're as usual part of it <laughs> is it's it's skirt it's skirting personal responsibility like if you want to you know that taking anything like this there is got to be some sort of downside or side effect there's got to be that's just having logical brain uh -huh. so if it comes back to bite you that's on you. That's the risk you're taking. The same as smoking the vape. The same as smoking cigarettes. The same as drinking <laughs> yeah. alcohol. The same as eating sugar. It's all the same. Right. I'm I'm a, I'm an adult. I'm aware of the consequences. Yeah. And here I go. Yeah. There's benefits to this, but there's got to be a downside. And it's like you know what? If it's Saturday and I want a little biscuit with my eggs, and I'm gonna do that, I know that that biscuit ain't great for me, but it's it's giving me pleasure, and I'm gonna do it. And it's the same fucking thing because nothing looks as good as skinny feels. We all know that, and that's. <laughs> That's something that we've been we've been <laughs> that's been battered into our heads from day one. And Ozempic is just like fucking Weight Watchers. <laughs> it's it's we could trace this back to the beginning of time. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't yeah. think it's I, I think that because it's it's new and I think what what really is most interesting about it is that it, it apparently works very well and very quickly. Yeah. I think that's why it's 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 more exciting to people than like dieting that's boring and takes time and you have to talk about eating salad which isn't sexy. Yeah, I mean it's know? it's the closest thing to the miracle drug that we've heard about for our entire childhood of like in the future there'll be a pill that you take that makes you skinny. And you know, people have been chasing that for years, uh, you know, I want to get drunk without the side effects or without a hangover, you know, there's a zillion thing I want to smoke without dying of lung cancer. 
and this has been the closest thing in our modern era that gets to that. And I think that's why it's also exciting. But, you know, it's also like any of these things like vaping instead of cigs or Weight Watchers instead of food or Ozempic instead of whatever you it, it, it is admitting defeat in a certain way. It's it is saying like I have I have lost the battle between me and my willpower or me and my body image or whatever. And I have to I have to use a cheat code. Mm, I think it's a, I think it's a little bit like that, but I also think it's like everyone wants to do things the easiest way possible. Like that's just where we're. I mean, you people drive car. People want cars that drive themselves because they're so fucking lazy. <laughs> it's like it's no. It's like no different than that. It's like you could absolutely most people. Most people, if they diet and exercise and and like take care of themselves, could achieve. You know, probably uh, almost all of their goals. Yeah, but that takes time and effort and like concentration and help, yeah. and that's bore. That's annoying. You know, it's much cooler to like the same way I could feel good by going to get a massage and going into the sauna and doing this and doing that. But it, I'll tell you what, taking the oxycontin makes you feel a lot better, a lot faster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the same. It's the same thing. Of it's course, a, a, but I, it, this is making me see the irony in in the phrase that never existed until maybe you know the last 20 years or so and never was really popularized until the last 10 or so which is it's about it's about the destination not or it's about the not the, the journey sure. not the destination sure. and now and you know and in a time where for thousands or millions of years humans have been able to enjoy the journey as the as the destination because you had no other choice and now that phrase is so popular in a time we have to say it all the time because nobody takes the journey anymore because everyone is taking the shortcut. We have to remind ourselves, hey, guys, there are downsides to taking the shortcut. There's no, you know, it's a hollow, shallow victory. It's unsustainable. You're sure you it's like cheating. It's like Lance Armstrong winning 10 gold medals after doping. Mm. It's like, yeah, you won, but like you didn't really let's talk win, about doping because you know? that's something i'm interested in obviously that that to HGH, me hgh baby let's well, go but doping feels like some um some of your little huberman style biohacking because it, uh -huh. it there's no i mean this is the same thing that these are all victimless crimes that's why i don't understand why people get <laughs> like it there's just no downside like the only downside is 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 usually other than spousal abuse there are very few downsides no but to, i mean i mean like i mean like if, if steroid use if something happens to you from blood doping like that's kind of on you it's not like it's not like it's going to affect your friends and family like it's not you know what i mean it's like well, it, it, could, it could tear your family apart depending on how Kumail, you get no, no, sure, sure, but I just mean that like it's not like some steroids ruin my fucking family. Like dude. there's no secondhand smoke of steroids, is what I'm trying to say. It's like <laughs> you know, like other it, than other than all the plates that the gym has to replace because yeah. I keep shattering those Rogue 45. Exactly, that's all. The, the only downside is is that I'm, I'm dropping it out of my account. Yeah, just yeah, you have my card on file. <laughs> um, but I just think that these things. I think people get upset about these things because they either don't have the the nuts to do it themselves because they're a little scared of it so they get mad that uh -huh. other people are willing to do it or they think it's like a you know a money thing which I, I guess it is but it's also like I think that most people that that are that interested in Ozempic and are reading 10,000 words in the Atlantic about mm -hmm. it can probably afford it or find a way to afford it you know if you if you maybe cut some of your uh, indulgences you know maybe maybe you could find a way insurance covers it I'm sure in certain states I mean yeah it, it, it's like it really is a how bad do you want it we were talking about like ticket sales to concerts like it doesn't matter that the Beyonce tickets are going to cost this person you know wh who works at Amazon $875 yeah they'll find a way to do it they're going to sell blood they're going to yeah, you find a way to you do know, it. put their put their niece on the stroll they're going to fucking steal a couple of catalytic converters you get if you want it you get it done if I'm going to if I want to win the Tour de France for the 15th time I'm going to pull over to a van <laughs> I'm going to pull over in a van and have a Russian doctor switch out my blood for some more oxygenated blood that's just what I'm going to do so blood like there's no you know there's no there's no way around it if I want to look like a Kardashian I'm going to find their doctor and I'm going to go get the same stuff yeah, put it put in exactly. my face it's just it's very simple and you don't and nowadays you don't even have to go find the doctor the doctor appears on your for you page <laughs> exactly yeah, it's, it's done it's and done the doctor already 
knows your name. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's weird. You click and the appointment's kind of just made. It's it's really yeah, it's, it's just, really simple. I watched that video and then my iCal said, "Hello, Mister Jason." <laughs> the doctor definitely talks like that, but I think that all of these things are just like it all comes down to like jealousy and 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 like what people think is fair and it's just like it doesn't to me it has nothing to do with that like like uh, like somebody complaining like hey those people shouldn't be able to sit in first class like why can't i sit there and it's like yeah they could afford four grand babe that's just what it is or it's also like this person's hotter than me i'm mad about it it's like well i mean <laughs> i can't tell you that's called that's just you know i'm sorry i'm sorry you that, have to yeah that, you have to learn yeah you have to be a great character actor yeah because you have to it's be. just not that bad i was i was um, I'm, I've, I've had to deal with being othered i learned that phrase from my therapist on friday that i that i'm othered why because you are a big bitch because i'm so tall and have all the hair still i don't really f these are things that most people consider to be positive though right that's right but there's such a thing as being too tall and that's that's where i'm sitting at right okay, now i mean perfect. i'm not complaining at all but she was she was telling me sorry my therapist gender reveal <laughs> oopsies um <laughs> <laughs> but she was saying like don't don't disregard that don't say like yeah i know that i'm super tall oh okay. it has its disadvantages oh my um, god I, she's gassing to, your ass up i was oh pushing god. back as Fire well her. but i was like Fire her. I know no, but but I every time I mention it and talk about it, I say I know I have no right to say anything. I know I have nobody should give me any sympathy because there's people getting surgeries to get their knees lengthened and, and stuff like that. It's much. I'm not complaining at all, but it's also important to rec at least recognize that it is. It can be a handicap. Like I can't walk into a room without everybody looking at me, LMFAO style. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that I'm glad that you're I'm glad that you're paying some woman in Burbank two hundred fifty dollars an hour to tell you to feel sorry for yourself Pasadena. for being tall and having a full head of hair. This is she didn't the hair. I, she did not mention the hair. That was me, and that was me adding a layer of this is funny and not giving it real attention. So I thank you for calling that out. Oh God. I shouldn't have, this I shouldn't have mentioned that. Oh God. This is a nightmare. Everything is a scam. <laughs> I, lo I love our society. I love everything that's happening. Well, speaking of walking into a room and everybody looking at you, let's talk about really quick. Daniel day Lewis getting his MySpace LMFAO fit on. Well, of course I don't know. I think Jacob Gallagher, of course, you know, on the beat located like what this stuff actually is. He pulled the skews. Yeah, he pulled the skews. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's just crazy because he looked, he was known for looking so cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, like five years ago, there's all these pictures of him kind of in some like classic American high-end workwear. Mm -hmm. Or just like, oh, these, they're like Yoji pants. I don't know what season. But now he's he's wearing apparently a Yoshimura trucker hat and sweatshirt and swishy cargo pants from a Boston skate shop. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> is what Jay, is what Jake said. Which I mean, he looks insane, but I also think that like this is what happens if you're this rich and this you, you kind of disappear for a while. Like I don't know if he I don't know if if he <laughs> He's been hibernating he's going for to get a few the mail. years, like 5 years or something. This doesn't this doesn't look that different than maybe something I could catch you wearing hitting the 7-Eleven. <laughs> um I mean the the hat and the hoodie zipped halfway kind of thing and the glasses is is sort of crazy it's great it's pretty maniacal <laughs> yeah, it's maniacal like it, I mean, like like when i walk out and i'm wearing you know i could wear like swishy pants with like whatever a, a hoodie and just like a, a a cool hat or whatever and it's like okay that's chill and normal i threw that together of just like what do i need to wear so i'm not naked in public his look is a little too thorough to the fat to the point where it makes you feel as if it was considered in some way and not just like yeah. I'm gonna he knows that New York is a runway. He does know that New York is a runaway. But I also think that he knows I mean, there's no way that he's fully because he likes gear. Like five years ago he was buying all this gear and looking cool. There's no way yeah. he's like oblivious. <laughs> he's first in line at Rip and Dip every fucking Sunday. Well, you know that I mean, I'm saying if you can if, if you've been the kind of person who's thinking about your outfit, it's I think it's tough to unlearn that behavior. So even if sure. even if this is if this is like less considered, it's still considered in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 the, there's numbers on the board. The needle has moved, even if a little bit. But yeah. I I wanted to get into the psychology of how he arrived here, and and my only strategy. I I brought up MySpace before. I'm thinking 
DDL, known as a method actor, mm-hmm. he sweeps into his roles. He becomes whatever he's going to play for months, if not years ahead of time. You know, turns into that person. I'm thinking somebody saw the social experiment, the Facebook movie with, you know, of course, with whatever, ju- 10 years ago. With Justin Timberlake and the Winklevoss twins. Yeah. We need to reboot and do the MySpace version, the better app. Tom, so so Daniel Day Lewis is going to be playing Tom from MySpace, and he's going method right now. Unfortunately, he's retired. That's the whole thing with Daniel Day Lewis. But you yeah, think this could be? Yeah, a, I'm sure. Yeah, com- and, and Tarantino's not going to make any more movies either. <laughs> so you yeah, think yeah. this LeBron's th- last season? Yeah, we've all heard it before, Chris. That's true. That that's true. I just don't think that this is. Um, I mean, I, I I think this guy just might be like I I don't care. I like all the stuff I'm wearing. I put it all on at once. And I'm going to get the mail. I, I I want to I want to go TJ mode and think everything has a deeper meaning. But unfortunately, I think Mans was hitting the PO box. Okay. Well, I have I have a backup theory that is going to be a little bit more in line with you. Okay. He has a non-binary 13-year-old, and he let them dress him. Now, that feels... he's sort of dressed like a non-binary 7th grader. Speaking of non-binary 7th graders, I did go see uh, Ethel Kane and uh, Caroline Polachek last night. But yeah, no, this is this is definitely... that That's not out of the question either. But this feels a little bit more like he's just in a new phase of life to me. That's really what it feels like. I, I just think it's like Ooh, yeah. I think he's like, yeah, I, I don't want to wear hard clothes anymore. Like he's wearing he was wearing like Carhartts and double RL and all that shit. Sure. Japan, you know, forty five RPM. He's working trip triple breasted vests. Like suits he's and just like, like Yeah, bro, I'm I'm chilling now. This is his version of of kind of the popular uh streetwear trend, I think is what this is. So he's he's gone from gangs of New York to gang gang in gang New York. in New York. Gang. Yeah, exactly. I think that gang gangs I, I of that, new york is what his uh, <laughs> but, but you know i think he looks i think he looks insane but also i don't know i i, I just i i've it doesn't in the context of new york city he doesn't look that insane no that's the thing like as as an isolated photo from daily mail it looks insane and also knowing what he used to look like when you put it in context but when you if, if this guy was walking on the street i probably wouldn't even take a second look oh yeah because especially in new york you see a guy that old dressed like that even if you don't know that it's a famous actor you're like that guy has a lot of fucking money. You can just yeah. tell by yeah, looking just, at him. Yeah, like, exactly. The, you just think the, he's the laissez-faire attitude. Or you would either do that or be like, damn, Rivers Cuomo looks weird. Like that's what I would say one of those two yeah, things. Yeah, there's no downside for him. He's got people chattering. You know, I'm sure he's loving it. He's probably soaking up yeah. all the comments. I think the only thing Didi needs to do, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I don't care about the clothes at all. It looks fine. He's still Zaddy AF, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I think he needs a haircut though because he is gr- giving granny right now with with that gray yeah. hair looking that long. He's looking book club. He's he's Brady for ADing too hard. Yeah, the the hair is is a choice. I would agree with that. But it, it goes in. He might be trying to get eight, 81 for Brady. It's the sequel. It's been lit. <laughs> no, he might be he's, trying to get on no. Book he might be in Bra- one of the one of the four ladies is going to pass before this WGA strike. <laughs> we got it. So DDL, he's on the he's on the bench. DDL also might be. I mean, I think that the hair he could just be embracing the terrible mullet trend that's taken over the coasts. You know, he could just be like, I think this is cool. I love Australian rules football. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of terrible mullet trend, I want to hear about Ethel Kane and uh, oh, the, Polachuk. Well, the the first of all, it was at Radio City, which I realized I don't know if I'd ever seen a show there. What a venue! The VMAs were there. Or something, but like yeah, I, I, I think they had the VMAs there a lot. Yeah, so I think I've been there for that, but I don't think I'd ever seen a show there, which is like kind of crazy. But it's it's so amazing, it's so it's so beautiful and like well maintained and just run so well. Um, it was really mm-hmm. nice. Um, but okay. the the um the crowd was better looking in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I think that Ethel Kane brings out the kind of like Stevie Nicks, like um, <clears throat> you know that kind of mother vibe where it's like a little like goth woods but also like kind of hippie i I can't explain it exactly it's like it's still fairy Uh ing but like a little bit a little bit different so Um, is it is it you you mentioned a stevie nicks and a mothering situation so even though ethel kane is 
is technically younger than Polacek, you're saying she was giving off more of a motherly vibe? Or was it motherly in the literal sense or in the gay sense? I think in the gay sense, I don't the, the word mother gets thrown around a lot these days and I, I, I think, you know, it's overused, but also Ethel Kane's, you know, her her um handle on Instagram is Mother Kane. So she's kind of oh, yeah. embraced it okay. a little bit. But I thought the way that she kind of she has like a confidence about her that I was like pretty impressed because it's like I mean it's Radio City it's sold out it's a lot of people mm-hmm. and she's up there and it's just a guitar player and a drummer and it, and it's not sold out because of her ass um I think she's probably selling more tickets than Sudan Archives that's for sure but yeah you're right it's not <laughs> no, I, I mean it's not <laughs> it's not her show though no yeah I agree. that's what I'm saying um but she just kind of she walks out the abs are on fleek mm. and she's just kind of like singing she sounds great. And the band is like, I, it, it wasn't loud enough for me. Like, I think it needs, I think I bet when she headlines and it's like a full band with like the bass player and the whole thing. Wait, you're, you're telling me Polacek turns her openers down? I don't believe it. No, no, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's Polacek's fault. I'm saying that I think Ethel Kane is like, I, I want to make some money on this. So let's keep it light and tight, uh, you know? Uh, got it, got it, got but it. But yeah, I mean, she was, she was great. And I really like her and I really like the songs. Um, So it was nice to see it. And, and also for her to be able to like actually just sing and kind of like mosey around the stage in a way that's like I don't give a shit about you guys, but I'm hitting all the notes. Mm. And um, she was, she was, uh, she did pull out a harmonica that kind of got my blood flowing. And and just out of the pocket of her baggy vent, buy you black lit up. Out of the pocket of her vintage jeans, she just pulls out a, a harmonica, does a quick, you know, couple bars, puts it back in the pocket, and she does the thing like all mothers do, where she kind of like squats down and takes the hand of a young gay man who's having a fucking meltdown you know in the front row uh gives him a couple bar gives him a couple bars to keep him keep him alive Mm -hmm. uh, and then and continues to vamp on on both sides of the stage that's smart um but yeah it was great and and polachek was i would say polachek sounded better in new york too the sound was on point she sounded amazing yeah i was i was watching some videos of polachek playing and i was like Thinking about how difficult it must be to put on that show just day. I mean, I feel like she's been on tour doing that show for like a month straight. For sure. And I'm like, the voice still sounds good. Like it's 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 not easy. You can't just be like rock star no, it's really, it's, shit. It's like, really crazy. No, I, I agree. Very impressive. Well, I was with um I on, on Friday I had lunch with uh Morby and uh and Katie Waxahachie and um mm-hmm. they were talking about they were talking about how we were talking about the Walkman and Kevin was just like I don't know how he screams like that every night yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. know how he does it it's like he's just built different and I think that's the thing I think some people you can just do it and it doesn't matter and some people like really have to take care of themselves and drink all the teas and like the throat coat and mm-hmm. stuff um but either way like yeah. doing that night in night in night out is hard just just like just like hunter he's got his calluses on his hands for exactly, a reason exactly, and, and exactly, polachek's got the yeah, calluses exactly. on the on the throat for a reason because I, I i gotta do it every day bro i want to give a shout out to morby as well who ran the brooklyn half marathon in, in under two hours Damn. his 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 goal he reached his goal um so, so i'm very i'm very proud I'm very proud of him. And he also, you know, having to train in Kansas City on those kind of country roads. Especially with that oxygen levels in Kansas City are terrible. Oh, oh, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> he said that when he was tra- he said it was training, it was so hot he took his shirt off for the first time when he ran and uh that he he pro- he said he probably wouldn't do that in New York, but in Kansas City, you know, it's fine. It's it hits a little different. It's not going to see that many people. You know what I mean? So he felt he felt okay about it. Yeah, the streets um, are always empty, but if they had people on them, they'd be like, "Damn, that guy's fucking cut." Exactly, exactly. Uh, but it was really nice to. It was really not because I'd never really met Katie before. And um, there's a new Waxahachie album in the can, which I'm very excited about. So it was it was nice to hear the the ins and outs of that. Waxahachie in the can. Also taking them to Ultra Paradiso for a nice chic lunch. You know, it felt it felt like a real New York afternoon, which I, wow. you know I love. Yeah, this feels very um, very reverse simple life. You're taking a country country girl yeah, taking into the big city paradiso i'm taking these country fo- well well katie actually told me that her old band because she's from alabama her old band she's like we opened for cartel in a coffee shop in birmingham like before they had a record deal 
And I was like, damn, we we really do go way back wow. on our southern sh- on our southern shit. Y'all are kin. We y'all, you know what? If we look back, we might actually be cousins. I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't I don't believe that twenty three that computer stuff. Um, <laughs> computer but, stuff. But but I heard that real that be true sometimes. Mm. I really do. Mm. Um, I also I tried a new a popular um sweet uh well I, I tried two popular sweets actually um the levan bakery cookie which is an undercooked scone i don't understand why people like it so much mm. i would love to hear what you think about it um but it obviously it tastes good because it's a fucking cookie but like it's not it, it's not a cookie it's more of a hybrid and i i don't have the vocal it's, it's a muffin top it's kind of a muffin top as a obviously i didn't you know i'm not a pastry chef i leave that to the experts i don't know the yeah. proper terminology only savory yeah it just didn't i don't know you've had one i'm sure like do you have feelings this episode of how long gone is brought to you by booking.com that is booking dot yeah booking.com offers so many possibilities across the u.s uh from relaxing beach resorts which you know i i love and i'm a big fan of love to bake in the sun to remote mountain cabins we can go up there and work on your kind of acoustic album mm. the multitude of choices across the beautiful united states of america on booking.com allow you to book whoever you want to be i jason you know me I, i'm a different version of myself depending on where i'm traveling and who i'm with you know i mean it's always base oh wow it's baseline chris diva alert it's baseline chris but when i'm in australia it's different but in the u.s if i go to florida if i go to georgia if i go to california if i go to wyoming you know I, i'm going to switch up my swag a little bit Oof, i can only imagine i i just recently used booking.com to take a little uh post v-day trip up into wine country hmm. and i can't wait to see who i will be when i am there so book whoever you want to be on booking.com booking dot yeah are you having a hard time coming up with new fresh exciting meals to cook every single day day after day i know i am it's nice to take a little break from the chaos trying to figure out what you're going to cook you know i love my meal kits and being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep cook times driving to the store what if the produce is bad what if they ran out of salmon Ugh. That's what drew me over to the Home Chef folks. Home Chef meals are effortless, even for somebody like me who isn't making it onto Top Chef anytime soon. Well, uh, I am actually going to make it maybe more so on Iron Chef, or if there's a better better thing than Top sooner Chef. Sooner than me. I mean, Let's call it Toppy Chef. It's just a little bit more on top. <laughs> Toppy Chef is going to get cut. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Uh, For a limited time, Home Chef is offering uh, our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and, and this is great for me, free dessert for life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 meals free and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive that free dessert. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, and my feelings might shock you, Chris. So I've never had a Levon. For our listeners, Levon is a bakery. I guess it started in New York. It's been here. It's been around forever, but I guess this cookie is relatively new and it's like a it's there's a line all the time. It's one of those Yeah, things. there's a there's a big long line and they're they're cooking them fresh and it's like a thing to do in New York, whatever. But I've only eaten one frozen from Whole Foods and I've I've never had a fresh one from the bakery itself, and yeah. I've talked to people who have o- have had both, and they said that the frozen one is smaller and also better, which is which is so interesting because some foods are better, like like they say lasagna is better the next day or like a, it's like, like a, settled. Yeah, it's kind of settled know? and it's, things like that, and the they do such a good job about designing how it's cooked and frozen and then sent to the Whole Foods and then the reheating instructions, it, it comes out, some would say, better than if you get it fresh from the bakery. So I guess I'm spoiled by only eating the frozen food version of it. No, I mean, that kind of makes sense. We were we were just walking by and we had had 
we had had dinner and we were just walking by and I was like, you know what, let's try this shit because there's no line because it was like seven o'clock on a, you know. This is a New York moment. And we got a bunch. Like I wanted to try all of them. Like, all right, let's try all these things. They got a special one. They got this. They got that. And I was just like, this is fine. But you know, I'm a cookie monster. You know, some have called me yeah. that and I'm known as a, as a you know, a known sweet tooth haver. It's my downfall. It's why I'll eventually have to get on Ozempic and I'll go bankrupt. <laughs> um, but it, but it's, <clears throat> but I just was like, this isn't that good. Like it's, it's like, it's fine, but it's, I, I don't I don't think this is worth a, a line, you know. But that's obvious. That's most things. But then last night, that's classic expectations. Huh? But then last night we were at St. Ambrose before the show, and they have this princess cake that has been kind of taking over. Um, on I've, I've seen it a lot uh-huh. on Instagram. You've probably seen it. It's like a pink, pink. Let me to- Google this shit. Pink top cake, and it's it's um it, the original recipe. It's like whipped cream sponge, uh, marzipan. Um, and it is, yes, it's, it's Alex is like, are you really ordering this? You fucking loser. And I was like, yeah, I want to try it. And unfortunately, very good, <clears throat> very good light. The sponge is, per- is perfect. It's got a nice little lemon. The marzipan, the marzipan has the, the right mouthfeel. And I was just, you know, I-, I was unable to take a picture of it because I'm a man, uh, but it was, it was good. It was better than the cookie, I have to say. So, th- and they've been selling this princess cake for a while now. It's, it's not like a brand new thing, right? No, no, it's not a brand new thing, but for some reason it's taken over. And then there was actually a fan sitting at the table next to us oh. who, who had it. And she said, she, she was like, oh, Chris, I love the podcast only when it's you and Jason. I don't like the guests, um, which was a, a great, I, like across a table was very funny but she was enjoying the same she was something enjoying, i hear every single day of my life she was enjoying the, i know it's like do people not understand that's sort of a diss to us you know what i mean like it's sort of it's sort of like a, a, a i don't know if that's even a thinly veiled do you think it's a diss i don't think it's a diss i think it's saying we like you guys so much that your show does not need to be talent driven it's a, back, well, it's a it's backhanded, backhanded compliment you're you're taking offense because you're the one who books the guests no i'm taking offense because we do we we do several shows with guests that are good and fun. Right, right, right. I'm right. not. I don't care about the. I don't think they're saying it because they don't like who the guests are. That's the thing. You know what I mean? I don't think that has anything to do with it. No, no. I mean, no. But I, I can relate to this because I've listened to podcasts before over the years, where like once you develop uh, an affinity for the for the normal hosts or the you know the sidekicks or whatever, like you know, like you're listening to your Joe Budden podcast, you would prefer just the the, the core group bullshit and shooting the shit because that's when it feels natural. Well, Joe Budden went and everyone's being Joe Budden went whack pack mode. He only he doesn't have guests. He has but he has six people on mics. Exactly. The, exactly. Which so, is I mean that's just insane. <laughs> it's that's way too many people, but people want to just kind of have the core unless it's like an amazing guest, but uh, but that doesn't always happen where it's like, okay, do you I want to hear Rory and Maul bullshitting about, you know, an Uber driver. Damn. I don't want to hear like, so, um, Janae Iko, where did you grow up? <laughs> Not Janae Iko oh, and Rory crazy. and Maul. You're doing a really good job. I think, the, <laughs> I think that, but I think, yes, I agree with you. But I think the thing is, is that we're in a, most, most of the time, I feel like we're in a fairly lucky position where people if they if they want it to go well and want to have fun kind of do a five minute bit of research and know what they're getting into and don't want to do that either mm-hmm. you know what i mean they don't want to they don't want to talk about yet yeah, they don't wanna, it's not janae Akko talking about where she went to high school unless unless <laughs> something really interesting happened in high school but yes i i know what you mean I, and i what agree made you become a music <laughs> what made you become music and music <laughs> So you sing. That's sick. Like, when did you discover that? <laughs> uh, but the, so this cake, though, was fucking good. And I I was I was like, damn, this this funny kind of TikTok cake was better than the the long line TikTok cookie. And I didn't have any intention of kind of delving into this this weekend. But I, I did. And I feel good about it. And I kind of felt like I was like. I wanted to make TJ proud, kind of, you know, because I was like, you made me proud. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Well, this you took stuff. The, what you did. You took the time to walk down those dark hallways and your opening doors, where trouble could be on the other end, but 
a breakthrough and a new discovery could also be on the other end. So I applaud you new for taking a risk and getting a reward. You know, and I, I was reading this morning uh, in the in the New York Times newspaper about one of our favorite businesses, um, just something that as a guy who loves produce, something that I just am so impressed by. Flamingo Estate got the front page of the New York Times style section today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um and I know you're a produce. I know you're a produce cat, but I, I, I obviously I, I read the read the story. Um, one of my favorite scammers, and he had, and, and the a homeboy had an amazing quote that I I aspire to say this on the record one day. I hate dealing with money. I don't even check my ATM balance. <laughs> um, and then the following sentence was: For all that, the Flamingo State brand just closed a round of uh, outside funding. It raised seven and a half million dollars earmarked for working capital. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, yes, the goal is to to not look at the ATM balance, of course. And I think you could, but I think you can only do that once you close the seven and a half million in funding. That seems reasonable, but maybe before that, you should check the balance. I don't know. That's crazy. Well, um, it just has me thinking. The only time where I've been too afraid to check my balance is when I had no money, and I don't think exactly. I don't think our boy is is suffering from that situation. So that is offensive to. Um, P-O-X-R people in the world. <laughs> yeah, poor people P-O-X-R. <laughs> We're not thinking about the P-O-X-Rs. Yeah, I don't know if Flamingo was was really grinding with me with the rats and the roaches, so I'm offended as somebody who's been too uh, afraid to look at my But also my bank something I didn't... More than once. Something I didn't know... Yeah, if you've never been afraid to look at your bank balance, you ain't been in the slums with us. But I, I did... Yeah. There's also something that they're doing that I didn't realize, which is very interesting, is that they are... They're 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 selling two hundred and fifty dollar honey that are that is is harvested from beehives that they place in celebrities' gardens. Oh, shit. So like, I <laughs> I could buy a two hundred fifty dollar jar of a a Weiwei honey or maybe Julianne Moore honey because <laughs> because they've they've placed a just you saying <laughs> a Weiwei honey. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like, I bet the honey is smacking. Honestly, I'm sure it's good. But it two, better be two fifty for the Julianne Moore honey is like that's some. That, Honestly, it's it's it, it. This is like the chic version of cameo. Yeah, it, like no, Julianne Moore is not going to be on cameo. I'm like, just, hey y'all, happy forty fifth. <laughs> Kevin told me to give you a special call. You know, she's not going to do that. But if she's like, yeah, I mean, I need to. This is I need a virtue signal. And make money. This it's is great. unbelievable. Two hundred fifty dollars celebrity honey that they don't even touch or have anything. They just allow the, this Australian and his team mm. to kind of plop a hive down on their property. And <laughs> do you uh, mind if I do? Do you mind if I plop this hive on your on your property? Well, I, I, I think this is this is the perfect culinary equivalence of quiet luxury. Yeah, mixed with a dash of virtue signaling. And I'm able to sleep well at night because we have to save the bees. Nobody knows why, but at least I'm saving the bees, motherfucker. I'm letting them put a fucking hive on my saving, mouth. Beach house. Saving the, the bees got, has got to be one of the most pointless things people have decided to get behind. Like I know, is it is it because it like fu- it would fuck up the entire ecosystem of our like food production if bees disappeared? Is that the idea? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I uh, those are those are the two great sentences back to back. By the way. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Is it only because it will ruin the entire animal food? I'm sorry. I just, the I world? just bringing our humanity to its knees. Is that is that the <laughs> only reason? Yes, it is. I just, I, I feel, I feels like, look, man. I don't know this climate change stuff. Like, I'm starting to come around on it. But the bee thing, I, I, you know, I don't. It's gonna take me. I'm gonna have to do a little more research. Well, it's, it's the ultimate test. It's just like, hey, we gotta save the great white sharks, and everyone's like, eh, I'm good. I'm, I'm all but, set. But you know, eventually, at some point, it's gonna be like okay no we do need them eventually down the road we we are gonna have to save these it's confusing killing it's machines. confusing because bees sting and it hurts you know so I'm, i look at them kind of negatively because i'm not a huge honey guy right it's not worth the sting juice ain't worth the sting yeah exactly i don't think about their their positive output the way that others might so i'm maybe that's my fault but i i, I will look I would love to try the two hundred fifty dollars honey. If you're listening, uh, anyone from the Flamingo Estate, um, I would love so, uh, some tomato body wash as well as some two hundred fifty dollars honey. 
um, and I would sprinkle it. Yeah, call, call, calling him the uh, one of the world's greatest scammers <laughs> right before you asking for some product. I don't know if that's going to shake no, out I mean, super that's well. A, he might like saying it. Saying one of the world's greatest, that's a compliment for me. You know Flamingo likes to get nagged. Yeah, I mean, that's a compliment. I think the guy's got a beautiful house. The guy's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of friends. He's doing better than me. Like, I'm, I'm just jealous. I'm going to hold him down. I'm going to sit him in the beautifully appointed cuck chair, and I'm going to be like, we're gonna we're gonna open up your Wells Fargo, bitch. We're gonna check your business check in. <laughs> we're checking. No, no, Jason, don't do it. No, I'm I'm deeply jealous of this man's operation because he does seem to have it all figured out in a way that is um is desirable, and he's living that sweet sweet Cali lifestyle that we all aspire to, where all the food you eat comes from your your backyard, and that's you know he is. I don't know what I don't know what you're waiting on, Jason. Um, but I at what cost? I haven't had a single avocado or lemon from a tree. I've never had kale. You've grown. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. You're kind of you're you're not young anymore. We need to get after this. I don't have any any real dirt in my yard. It's it's just Spanish tile. But <laughs> I am I I, I am oh, gonna dirt. get one of those lettuce grow things. One of those pods. I'll set that up in the backyard. So I'll have fresh fresh artisanal endive for you whenever you come over and you need a little light snack, Chris. God, thank God, because I, I'm just so sick of having to go to the grocery store. You know, it's like, I don't... I know that's the only <laughs> thing to do in LA. I think that's why. I think that's the thing. That's the only thing there's to do in LA. It's the only social activity. I go to the grocery store six days a week. Yeah. I, no I mean, hyperbole. No, no, me too, me too. So it's like, if you stop doing that because you grow all your produce, all of a sudden, your social life dries up too, and that's it's that, kind of like killing the bees, isn't it, Chris? It de- it destroys an ecosystem called Ralph's and Vaughn's. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the ecosystem. <laughs> it's of, got Vaughn's disease. Of funny names. Yeah, don't buy produce from Whole Foods anymore, guys. It's really bad. Support your local markets like Vaughn's, Ralph's, Safeway, Publix. The the list goes on. Um, but but speaking of of gardening and keeping it real let's uh, you know gorilla gardening in the backyard oops i did some for- I, I i stole a bunch of yeah. mulberries today gorilla <laughs> foraging style but what do you think about uh the rise of gorilla poetry book readings i mean and things like that there's nothing less cool than a reading i just don't under i don't i don't it, it's like run clubs to me and stuff like that like these are things i want to do alone like if you want to do that, go off. Damn. Sorry, Fred. But I just, I just want to, I just want to do it alone. Like I don't, I don't need to exercise in a group unless it's at Barry's boot camp and I'm getting yelled at. What if you did one of your poetry readings and the people yelled at you afterwards? Would that get you hard a little bit? I'm sure they do do. Would some you be of, like, "What's happening?" It just seems like a thing where people are really having to be fake nice to each other in a way that almost like I imagine this is what like college feels like. Where like somebody that you think is lame stands up and and reads something and you have to act like it's good because uh, or you can't just be a dick because you're trying to be supportive. So this was like you watching Sudan archives open for Holacek and clapping. <laughs> no, I just I'm just like I'm just like why does this? Yeah, but you've you've been to little art art scene shows and you watch some band play their first show and it's god awful but you clap because you're a you've created a supportive community for art to flourish i just think i just think the idea of like 50 people that look like a thrift store threw up on them standing in a parking lot somewhere reading is that's just not for me personally I don't like I, I can go <laughs> oh, we know I, I can go to I mean I, I would happily go to a bookstore and hear someone read uh that a published book that someone paid them for and maybe that's me maybe that's <laughs> obviously maybe that's me so you don't want to hear it unless it's published you don't want to listen to a band unless they got a major label deal not major you don't not, even want to see an a24 flick it's got to no 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 it's got to be MGM I just think there really is something to be said about I mean all, obviously I'm I'm kidding like I think people should be doing this and if they're enjoying know, it know, like go off but i think that there is a world where stuff like this proves to me that gatekeepers are so necessary because there needs to be people with experience and taste kind of kind of uh making some dis- yeah well or it's also making decisions on what we what we actually see like i don't I, i'm not an expert like i don't need oh I don't- so okay uh, so like um like the comedy store, everyone talks about Mitzi Shore, Polly Shore's mom. Yes, yes, like exactly. If you wanted to do stand up at the best place in the world, you got to impress this person. They, they, they control yeah. the the yeah. booking and the schedule. So, just like Steve's house in K Town needs to have <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah, needs to be yeah, yeah being exactly. like, what do you got? Let me hear. 
is that all the pros you've got? Uh, I just think I just think the come full, back next week, kid. I'll see if I got anything. I just for think you. Th- I think this is kind of goes back to the thing where we're told now that everyone is creative and everyone can be and should be creative, and that's just not true. Like it's just it's just not true. Like there's not mm-hmm. not everyone can be good at everything. And I'll tell you what, poetry is one of the toughest things to be good at. And I'm almost positive most people aren't good at that. Yeah, but luckily because of social media, if you're not very good at poetry. You can read it while wearing a bathing suit on Instagram <laughs> or TikTok, and you're, you're able oh, oh. to have a pretty good poetry career. It just doesn't. It Chanel just, will book you to read poetry. It just doesn't make sense to me. I, that, that's all. But I'll, I mean, look it, again. It's it's this is I'm, this is what my parents said when I was going. Like you said, when I'm going to see a show in a basement in a different suburb. This is exactly what yeah. people were saying to me. So I understand. I've lived through it. So maybe that that's why I feel like I'm able to give an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but you won't. You will not catch me in a parking lot in K Town uh, having someone scream poetry to me uh, because they couldn't bring the PA. Yeah. There's no power source. <laughs> I think um, you know there there are pros and cons to it. I I like a lot of elements about this. You know this whole situation because nowadays, I mean, I guess like back in the day, you would have you know like beat poets and and these safe spaces where people can go and create this type of art. In, in a welcome environment, but I, I don't think that really exists too much anymore, especially in Los Angeles. There's no like places where you can go. I mean, you can go to like El Prado or something like that, but it's not a real center for art creation. So it, I'm glad that they have a place they can do that at, but it also needs to have like a revenge of the nerd style scenario where like jocks and like frat dudes from USC should be able to come to these places and like, mm-hmm and like bully them you know like as a part of like you have to still you have to create safe spaces and dangerous spaces and you need need to get bullied that's actually fair yeah for every yeah if you're gonna do this you have to allow three drunk bullies in to make it exciting yeah you have to be a little bit in if it's gonna be a real gorilla thing where we're bearing our souls and risking our lives for our art actually do that and let let some frat bros come in with full send hats (laughs) I mean, and the other thing is these artistic kids doing these poetry readings, they're still drinking White Claws and Trulies. Like, you have to be drinking, like, Amaro and, like, an esoteric wine. Yeah. No, these guys are wearing Balenciaga and drinking Trulies, 100%. Yes. So you're the same thing as as the USC jocks (laughs) with just a different coat of paint on top. So if you're going to do it, do it. All right, this is a good idea. Like ev- for every poetry reading, guerrilla poetry reading, you have to let in a certain amount of let's go Brandon drunk guys to kind of mm-hmm. level set what's actually happening here. That's a good idea. That's fair yeah. for everybody. I mean, back, you know, whatever, whatever, like back in uh, the Mrs. Maisel times, you know, all these early, you know, free thinkers and po- like you would have a, a, a comedian come up and the police would come with, with billy clubs mm-hmm. and knock you in the knees and throw you in the back of a car. That doesn't happen anymore. Nobody's really risking their lives or anything like that for their art, but they want to sort of pretend as if they are. This is some crazy thing and we need a safe space aside from my mom's house in Brentwood or whatever it is. Like, So yeah, we need to increase a little danger so these okay. people can grow up to be true gorilla beat poets and not just some pussies you know well that'll also make you you know decide if you're really built for this you know someone telling you like your shit sucks is like you have to have the wherewithal to be like no it doesn't i'm a genius and my sonnets move people or yeah you're like fail fast that's how i built my first m you're like you know what actually my dad offered me that job at at warner brothers i think i'm just gonna take i'm you know what i think that that might be more my thing you know i think i might be better at that it's fine someone's dad's like you could work on your little your little uh, poetry in the mail room still right (laughs) exactly look the mail room's hiring compromise yeah let's compromise let's compromise these things are only once a week it's not every day you know (laughs) um oh wow that's good uh all right how long gone um yeah another success another successful podcast in the can thank you jason stewart for taking the time to podcast with me today my pleasure um and uh yeah if you're in australia there's a few tickets left to our show there london uh we'll have the link for our second show august 5th uh very soon we're getting that from the promoter um and uh i guess that's it yeah some uh some of the merch has sold out there's a there's a little bit more left um and we'll start shipping everything out this week to you guys um so if you have been 
thinking about getting some merch on your little on the fence, do it quickly before it's all gone. There'll probably be a, a, a real horses story coming out in the next few days. <laughs> so we'll have another podcast to podcast about that. I don't ever want to talk about horses again. All I want to do is go eat there and enjoy the off-menu pasta because, you know, that that's the real fuck you, I think, is to support small businesses. Uh, thank you for podcasting, Jason. HowLongGone.com is the website. Uh, follow Jason for all his great reels at them jeans on Instagram. Um, and I'm going to go have uh, some, some breakfast. Don't make me boost my post. I'm going to have some breakfast. Thank you, Jason. You can have breakfast right now? Well, eggs. Might. Okay. Better. Okay. Bye. From whence was ripped Some dizzy whore 1804 A dreaded sunny day So let's go where we're happy And then meet you at the cemetery gate So Keats and Yates are on your side A dreaded sunny day So let's go where we're wanted And I meet you at the cemetery gates Keats and Yates are on your side But you lose Cause where the love of wine Is on the mind